The views and opinions expressed by the show belong solely to the show creators and contributors. FXBG Public Radio or any of its... They are not shared by FXBG Public Radio or any of its affiliates. This show contains explicit sexual content. Please be prepared. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages over the age of 18. FXBG Public Radio proudly brings to you the greatest podcast in existence. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Plank. I am your host, the incomparable Sean Bennett, sitting to my right, or I should say floating to my left, actually, on my right, on my screen, on my left, on your screen. Stop looking at yourself. I can't help it. Is um, it's it's wrist, bitch. It's wrist. What up? It's That's- wrist, bitch. Okay. And normally, Chris Mack would be sitting to my right, but um, he's got some stuff, some issues and whatnot to deal with. Um, high, strong bout of freaking uh furries anonymous it was no no he missed the furries anonymous convention because uh bad bad of diarrhea he didn't even make it to the furries anonymous i'm i'm slightly disappointed in him he never misses i mean i feel you and you know he normally does not miss a single furries event but as he said this is not like a scat event so he can't just be out there shitting on folks right right you got to think of others. <clears throat> right. That's I, admirable I, I, I as fuck. Like I feel like that's pretty big of him. He real, real nice about it. Anyways. Anyways. Riss, how you been? What you been up to? Uh, not much. Do some, uh, some porch wine drinking this weekend. It uh, was a fabulous time. Probably going to go back and do some more porch wine drinking uh, to the West Virginia. Uh, but that's about it. That's about it. And that's all. My week was, for those of you who are sitting there looking, going, man, Sean, you need a haircut. And I do. Desperately. And a beard trim. Y'all right. But I also was in West Virginia and um, was politely, probably the politest nigger get out of my building I've ever gotten in my life. Uh, yeah. I was told I could not I could not be served in 2019 um, because, you know, West Virginia. But, uh, you know, I thought it was pretty dope. thought it was pretty dope. That was my uh, first experience with West Virginia. Was, well, correction, that was my second experience with West Virginia. My first experience with West Virginia was driving through some years ago and stopping at a gas station and being asked if I was lost. Because it was almost a lynching, you mean? Oh, no. 
No. Uh, I was, no. He had a gun. I had a gun. Like, it was, let's shoot it out. Take, but no, take never, your 10 to 20 spaces. <laughs> but it never came, never came to that. Never came to that. It didn't even come close. He was just like, you lost. And I was like, nah, son, my GPS told me exactly where I was at. I needed some gas. And he was like, okay. And that was it. I pumped my gas. I got back in the fucking car. You know, my ex-wife, my current, she was my current wife at the time, was like, get your ass in the car. <laughs> Why would you ever leave the car? Why are you addressing him? And I was like, yeah. shit, man, shoot it. let's shoot it out, baby. Wow, wow, <laughs> West style. In my mind, in my mind, I'd have put one in his forehead and then like a bunch of other like cats would have jumped out with guns and it'd have been like a wild, wild west shootout, except uh-huh. me versus the clan. Uh, just so it's very much understood, not everybody in West Virginia is racist. And that experience really fucking sucks. <laughs> uh, eh, it really dims the porch wine time. But things or happen. just general existence of being black in West Virginia. Things happen. Dimming. I'm not Dimming stressed. Time. Wasn't stressed then. Not stressed now. So we have we have a uh, good show for you guys tonight. We're going to go ahead and uh, reset them with the theme. So the thing is, <laughs> is uh, when to know when to let go. How, or how to know when to let go. I'm not much of a that kind of person. So, so I, feel like, I feel like we really needed Chris Mack for this topic because... Like any time is he's, a good time to he's let go. The, he's the middle ground for us. I very much am like, nah. Once you're in my life, you're kind of like here, and until you decide that, like, no longer gonna talk to Riss, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer your call. I don't know how to not answer people's calls because I feel like that makes me a nice person to them, or they could be in need or something. I don't know. I do that shit all the time. I have boundary issues, obviously. I'm very much on the opposite end of that spectrum. Um, Any time is a good time to let go. Be like, man, it's Tuesday. Let's just cut six people out of my life. Like it's just that's your Tuesday deal. <laughs> like I just I don't know how to I don't understand. I co- I thought about stopping talking to somebody about two weeks ago because they hugged me, and I was I don't like how I don't dare you. right. I initiate all hugs. Me, it's okay if I initiate the hug, but you don't get to initiate the hug with me because then it's creepy. Don't touch me. Okay. So, listeners, listeners in the chat room doing their thing, I'm going to ask you guys, um, what do you think is the time to let go? What is when is when is the best time, and also what is the best way to let go? Now that part, I'm very very much. Oh man, they already hit this one. The hardest part of letting go is when you want closure on what happened, but aren't getting it. Um, <clears throat> listener, I'm gonna tell you my advice on that. Closure is for suckers. Closure is for one side of that situation. Because it's so waiting around, waiting around for somebody to give you closure, um, it it can break you. It can tear you in two. Like waiting around for somebody to give you closure is definitely not the way to go. Uh, because if that person isn't bothered or doesn't care to give you closure, then you're walking around in a state, and in a very distraught state, 
um, waiting for something that may never come. Uh, you got two hands and two feet. Close that door yourself. Um, Boop. I'm a, I'm a big believer in moving on. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's easy. Uh, but waiting around for closure is, I feel like, a mistake. Uh, and I, I've heard people say it before. You know, I just want closure. And, you know, how am I supposed to move on without closure? Well, like, what do you consider closure? Like, closure can mean so many different things to, to so many different people. It could mean True closure is being able to let go without anyone else's assistance. Okay. That, that's closure within yourself. Right. Making you that need choice. someone else to validate the reason a relationship ended, like that, then you're not really ever letting go. Like if you need that other person to, to give you closure, you're still not letting go. Except right. that it's over. There's just, I, I feel like the best, the best form of closure is forgetting someone exists. Um, for me, personally, uh, when I when I move on, we've all heard, my, you know, how how I am when I break up or get out of a relationship or the know, underwear the still the underwear thing still gets me. Look, gotta get it. If she doesn't see me in them draws, them draws got to go. If she ever looked at an outfit and was like, I really like that outfit on you, she will never see that outfit on me again. I will burn that motherfucker. It's out. If I fucked you on these sheets, I'm getting new sheets. Like, it's motherfucking, that's, that's my closure. Never having to think about you again. Removing things that might remind me of you. I had an ex tell me or ask me once, like, you know, do you really only remember the bad? I feel like we had a lot of good times. And I was like, those don't exist to me. Like, those don't exist to me. As far as I'm concerned, no. No, we didn't. Like, I don't really know what to tell you. <laughs> EK, we've got a listener that said that they disagree because just because you seek help for your closure doesn't mean it isn't received. I think that what you meant was going to that same person that you want the closure that's, yes. from. No, no, that, yes, that's that not is, seeking help. That's, that's, that's not, yeah, seeking well, that person's yeah, validation. I'm speaking specifically about the person. Not, you, you can seek all of the professional yeah, talk help. To your, talk to your friends. Talk to your talk, friends. Yeah, talk to your out, therapist. Like, treat yourself. For sure. Spoil treat yourself. yourself. Yeah. Yes, EK. But going to that take, person take to answer Light any questions candles. that you have about why this has not worked out Don't have is a host different. if you live in a high STD area. I'm looking at you, Fredericksburg. Um, Don't do it. What? <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> um. So, I, I don't know, man. I just, for me, like, uh, like I, I can't. You're correct. People are too, people are too uh, unreliable. People are too unreliable. If I genuinely, legitimately thought that I could sit down with any, you know, with people and have an intelligent conversation, I guess, to get closure or whatever, maybe I'd be more on board for it. Um. But let's let's generally be serious here is the person who got fucked over is waiting for closure. The person who fucked them over probably doesn't, doesn't care. care. Yeah. Like they don't really care that you need that closure. They didn't care enough about you not to fuck you over. Now, they don't probably care that you need closure. Um, 
And I've I've found that you know, and especially when it comes to situations like closure and talking to folks, and most people, a lot of people aren't petty enough to hold a grudge against you for something that you did to them. But you would be amazed the number of people that will hold a grudge against you for something that they did to you. Oh yeah, because because they have to make themselves as they have to turn themselves into the victim. Because they don't understand that everybody's a bad guy in somebody's story. Right. You're never going to be, if that, if that closure that you're waiting for, especially, especially in that sense right there, is something to validate yourself, good God. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you right now, no matter how good of a person you are, no matter how good of a girlfriend or boyfriend or husband or wife, or no matter how uh, decent you treat someone or as good a friend, coach, teammate it doesn't make a difference no matter who you are no matter how you are living your life you are the villain in somebody's story period every story needs a hero and every story needs a villain i have i have simply chosen to be the villain in every story i'm okay with that yeah I can live with that um, because I, don't I need the closure because I don't need closure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, like I said, it's different. It's different. It's different for everybody, but I definitely think waiting around for closure from somebody is a mistake because more than likely you're never going to get it. You hear these great fairy tale fantasies about people who got closure from their ex or their friend or their whatever the fucking case may be. But it's so, so few and so far between. It's so rare to get that. You will drive yourself crazy sitting around waiting for closure. And then after you've asked all of your questions you think are going to get you that closure, none of those answers actually fucking work. None of those answers are actually going to make you feel better. You know, you know, guys, I'm sorry I keep injecting myself into this show. No, but no, I feel, no. you're I feel here. Like, I feel like there's a Go pocket because Chris isn't here. So I'm, <laughs> I'm just jumping into it. Uh, there's a great movie, one of my favorite breakup movies that that like I find uh, uh, what's I find closure through it. Uh, She's all that vicariously. Man, I hate you for like, listen, <laughs> listen to me. Don't you go into my deepest darkest places in my closets and go through my DVD collection. Um, no, um, High Fidelity, J- uh, John Cusack. Okay. Uh, he he goes through his top five breakups of all time. Like as he's going through a breakup currently, he goes he goes back and he's trying to justify like this breakup's not bad because I've had five worse breakups than this one, only to find out through the course of this story like each one of those breakups that he had been beating himself up for over the years he he comes to them with a different perspective if you will. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's just a really good movie. I highly recommend it. High fidelity. The book is excellent too. The book. Uh, the book differs from the movie because it, it was written by a, a UK author. So, like, the, the book, it reads a little different than the movie yeah. carries. Uh, but the movie is phenomenal. John Cusack is great. Um, check it out. Oh, uh, we yeah. Have he's not that he's into, just not that into gra- you. That's also a great movie. Yeah. That's a really great movie. That's the best advice that I can give anybody at any time. He and or she is just not that into you. Yeah. If at any point you have to wonder if they're into you, they're just they're not just that not into that you. Is, yeah. Right. They're just not. That's a great movie. I haven't seen that in a while either. Now I want to watch it. 
so let me ask you a question, EK, since you since you slid into that pocket. Oh I, no. You hear bitch. I didn't I didn't Welcome. mean I didn't mean to open a door completely. It's just uh, I've cracked a window, that's all. Okay. Well <laughs> the breeze well, can get in. I've broke the window. So uh You shouldn't let do me, that, man. Let that's me a, ask you a question. <laughs> what do you think as you know, as we're talking about, you know, moving on? What do you um, think the best way from a relationship? We'll start there. What do you think the best way to move on from a relationship is? You, you have to find routine again in your own life first, I think. Uh, a lot of people make the mistake of jumping right into something new. And um, and, and I guess sometimes that works out and sometimes it doesn't. But uh, I think that the healthiest thing to do is, like, find you. Find your routine. Find what makes you happy. You know, my son is uh, is three and a half years old. He's going to be four in February. And uh, I have not been in any kind of serious relationship. Um, and I'm not in any hurry to get into one because I'm, like, happy with my life. My life is going good right now. Um, I've got no complaints. Uh, I would love to get serious with someone. But, like, I'm not trying so to. So we're taking apps for EK, y'all. No, no, no. Like, I'm good. I'm good. I I do. I've been doing my own thing. I've I've seen someone a couple times. I'm pretty content with life right now. But what I'm saying is like it, it's not a forced thing. Like I I'm like I'm not pining over anyone. There's no there's no baggage. There's like, a um, lot less pain. Yeah, yeah. Like that's okay. You know, beyond closure. You know, beyond it. Yeah. Okay. In my own life, living my own, living my best life. Damn, Skippy. Someone can come in and join me, and that'd be awesome. Well, I think that I think I think a big part of that definitely is focusing on you. Everybody who's listened to the show, I feel like, knows my routine of you know, get rid of the draws, get rid of everything, everything she liked that's in my living space. Um, you know, you get rid of it. But on, on a on a deeper note, it's more than just you know getting rid of the sheets and the outfits that she liked and any pictures and all that shit. I think. What EK said is right. I've I've done moving on a couple of different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> get out. I've ghosted folks. Um, Who probably are hoping for closure one of these days. That's never going to come. So sorry. Um, I've ignored people. Is that like, not the same as ghosting? Directly to their face. Oh, interesting. Okay, continue. Um, oh, yeah. Shit. I, girl, hey, like, you know. <laughs> What's going on? We were dating, and then and I just walked off. Just didn't say anything. Act like I couldn't hear. Okay. Um. Uh, I have jumped straight into another relationship so ill-advised because, good Jesus, Lord, you're bringing all your extra baggage with you. Uh-huh. Um, that's just dumb. Um, listen, listen to me, listeners. Don't do that one. Like, of everything that I've said, that is the worst. I put that far worse than even ghosting or pretending someone doesn't exist. Um, because if you do have any a leftover emotional baggage or nonsense, all you're going to do is just drag them down with you. Your emotional toxic waste is going to drip onto that person and ruin their fucking life and create a cycle of what the fuck. And then there was my healthiest... Where I just did me. And I know in 2019, most people think, oh, d- doing me means, you know, 
hoeing. No, actually, it was the opposite. Um, I abstained for sex from sex for a really long time, um, and I took time because every villain, every story has to have a villain, like we said earlier. But instead of painting my ex as the villain, um, I accepted the things that she did wrong. I accepted the areas that she fucked me over. And I was like, now, whether those reasons were right, wrong, or otherwise, why did this happen? You accepted that you didn't belong together. Right. Right. But there also, I I, I took it deeper. Like, even for the things that, you know, because there was some definitely some foul, foul things that took place. Um, Most things don't happen without a reason. You get what I'm saying? Like, most things don't, most people don't do things, no matter how fucked up it is. Your average person doesn't even just do fucked up things to people just for no reason. So I was like, you know, what might have been my shortcoming? Or what could I have done wrong that caused this? Now, I know a lot of people will tell you don't do that because you're, you know, blaming yourself for something somebody else did. And that's not what I did. I didn't excuse what was done to me. I didn't excuse the way that I was treated. But what could have been the trigger? What could have been the cause? And more importantly, even if there wasn't a trigger or a cause, before I end up in another relationship and end up back in this point where either I'm getting fucked over or I'm fucking her over, what are ways that I can improve myself? How can I become a better man? And while I was doing that, I found I, I just focused on my kids a lot. Like, I've always focused on my kids. I've always, you know, I've never been like an absentee dad or anything. So but, you, you uh, got to a point where you were in your life where, like, I don't need someone else. I'm comfortable with well, life as it is. It was rockier than that at first because for at first it was for a long time it was I don't want somebody else. Um, there were some potentially really good girls that could have probably treated me well and let me put it in their butt. And <laughs> uh, why you gotta go there so fast? I he just wants to spit in your butt and make you be a part of the wet church. What so, wet butt church? Church, church of the wet, wet butt. So fast, you got to take it from zero to a hundred. So fast. But um, I completely and utterly blew because I was I, I don't want to be in a relationship. I don't want to have anything to do with any females. I don't want which that's a toxic mindset too because you close yourself off to the potential of something good. So it was like a migration. Just, you know, I don't want this. I don't want, you know, nothing to do with, you know, I snapped on chicks for saying hi, which is just not a, a, a good mental place to be. You good, bro? And it's like, oh, hey, how you doing? You're cute. Fuck you, you stupid bitch. I ain't even got no haircut, you desperate ass. Like, it was it was messed up for a while there. But then I transitioned into that point exactly what you said, um, where it was just like, I didn't care. I wasn't closed off to the idea of a relationship. Right. It's not that it's not that you were but uh, I wasn't looking. Right. You were just in a comfortable place in life where like I'm happy right now. I'm content. I mean, look, I've got I've coined a term for this. I call it new game plus. Okay. And if you are a video game person, you already know what this is about. You started look, you figured life out. Now you get to start over from the beginning. And you've got all the tools to make it perfect. So the next time you enter a solid relationship, it's like now it's going to be good. Because you figured out all the things that were wrong. Yeah. You, you reached that evolutionary stage. And sometimes it takes the right breakup for that to happen to you. And when you truly let go of the right breakup, you can really grow a lot. I mean, I think that's pretty accurate. I think that, I think that is pretty accurate. So I'm going to ask. I'm going I'm to switch the floor here to uh, my floating head. What do you think is the best way to handle a breakup? Not, not, 
probably the dozens of, ta- you know, I would say dozens. Probably not the however toxic ways that you've handled breakups. Oh, I've been attacked <laughs> and I'm only a floating head, bitch. Wait, what? But like what? I can't imagine. I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> Wait, imagine. repeat the question again, because that that was direct. <laughs> what? What? So, Riss, what do you think is as a more mature person? Because I can't imagine that you've not had. I can't believe. I can't imagine that breaking up with. I can't imagine you not having a toxic breakup. (laughs) (laughs) So as a more mature person, because I've also heard one of your breakup stories and was immediately like, wow, that was who Jesus Lord. Um, (sighs) Which one are you referring to? (laughs) I'll just say it was, it was one you said on the air that me and Chris looked at you suspect, but, um, that was the one where I was the one that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Anyways, that was possible. I just, I can think of few things fouler. We don't need to rehash. Um, as a more mature person. Ek looks like he confused. You, as, want, me to, you want me to recap? Hit the, hit the playbacks. Um, as a more mature person, what do you think is? How would you handle a breakup now? Um. Okay. Wait, you can't just... That is okay, way so, too vague. Okay, so... Right. Uh, po- you've, been, probably, you've, been, you've been cheated on. He's leaving you for her. Handle it. Nah, as far as, as far as I know, I've never been cheated on. Okay, but this is what happened. Now deal with it. Oh, fuck. Okay. Pop quiz. Repeat, repeat the question. You've been cheated on. Now he's leaving you for her. All right, bitch. Bye. Uh, that... <sighs> I hate it. Okay. I've decided at some point in my life that there's not going, there's probably not just one person that everybody's supposed to be with. Like, I don't, I don't buy into soulmates. So I don't buy into, you know, you have that one because the divorce rates are like wild. So at one point, uh, more mature than the breakup you're referring to, you asshole. Uh, <laughs> where I broke up with somebody over the phone. Like, we lived a while apart. Um, we were in, like, a long distance, but also a very kind of short-term thing. And I was... I and feel like you were dancing around to, his I question. Really he asked you a very <laughs> specific question. Don't. And you have now avoided Yo, the best answering answer, that question. The best answer like came four. from the chat room already. Right. Oh, fuck. A girl said, take her from him. Damn. Take, take, She's not wrong, though, because I've done take, it. Take <laughs> the girl he's trying to leave you for uh, away from him. Leave him in the dust with her. That is the best answer. <laughs> do we have Do we have uh, something we can give away? Is, that, <laughs> is, is there a prize? Do we have t-shirts? I'm, I think I'm going to start giving away prizes for best answers to questions. I think... I think that sounds like, you know what, D-Ray, you've inspired Honestly. me. You've inspired me. I think I'm going um, to come with some problems. But in my mature ass, in my, in my more mature mind, like, if the, I'm not going to stop you from doing what you want in your life. Uh, I've grown as a person from the last, from the last few, uh, the last few breakups that I've experienced. Uh, so I'm not going to break up with you over the phone and then be like, don't wait for me because you're probably not going to want me after. Um... 
but I'm also not going to hurt myself after. I'm not going to harm my body or my health, emotional, mental, or physical health because you fucking obviously can't see how fucking great I am. Um, if you find someone that's better, you probably right, D. I am gonna take them. And you're going to miss out for a second time. I think, I don't know, that exact same... That exact same question. <laughs> you could have had this bad bitch. <laughs> like, what? So, uh, like, my, my, I asked, so my last... Uh, I had a breakup where I got a, uh, I got cheated on, um, when like shit while well, I was in the fucking hospital, and it was like, oh, I'm leaving you for someone else, and like, you know, I went through your basic stages, but then I was like, yo, I hope it works out. Like that, at some point there was an argument or whatever between the uh, the two people, and. It was like, I kind of need you to work that out because you fucked up us for that. So, like, I need you to go be happy. Like, yeah. I wish you the best. Like, there's no coming back here. So, like, work it out. Do how you do. Do what you do. Um, I think that's, as for me at least, I think that's as mature as it can possibly get. Um, so just one step more mature than taking them? I'm gonna say it's probably several steps for no, sure. Also, not an option for me. Oh, not fucking no dudes. Now, like, if she were to leave me for a girl, yep, yep, I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. I'm that level of petty. Um, but nah, like for the most part, like in any kind of breakup, in any kind of situation, I think about some of my exes. I don't have a lot of exes, um, because I don't. I never really did the relationship thing. If I do the relationship, I'm serious. I've never been the type of person who just <coughs> like, oh, he's you know got a new girlfriend. Like though you see those people you see on post on Facebook because they got a new love of their life every couple of years <laughs> or, or or every couple of months in some cases. Like you know, we as we approach the end of 2019, I think of one girl specifically off the top of my head who's on like love of her life number seven for this year. Um, and I don't I see for me I don't get that. I've never been that type of person. So I've never been in a lot of relationships. Um, it, chicks be like, hey, well, what does this make us? And it'd be like, it makes, I don't know, it makes you fucked? Me gone? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, you okay over there? I just, I don't know why I wasn't prepared for that. Uh, for you to say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've, I've, so I've never been in a lot of relationships, but I think about the relationships that I have. Whether they ended, you know, poorly or well or, you know, whether I, especially, especially the ones that I, you know, I feel the people I fucked over. I definitely wish them all the best because, you know, um, I like to think that I'm a better person now. And uh, just some of the shit that I've done, like, fuck. Um, but even the people that fucked me over, you know, I wish you the best. Everybody has their reasons for doing, you know, what they did or what they didn't do or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um and I just want you to go be happy. Away from me. But be happy. Like, uh, you know, I just, I can't imagine walking around salty holding a grudge over over anything for that long. Even somebody leaving you or fucking, you know, cheating on you or whatever the case may be. Like, 
It happened. What are you going to do? What are you going to do, motherfucker? Uh, 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 well. All right. So, all right, that's relationships. We cover, you know, the relationship aspect of that. Uh, real quick, tell me how moving on from a friendship. So, like, you have a friend, y'all are friends, and then all of a sudden they do something, and it's like, now y'all aren't friends anymore. How do you move on from that? Because I feel like for a lot of people, that's probably harder than moving on from a relationship. Right. Um, you've decided to be that person's friend, so it's over. Okay. I like to think that I'm going to talk mad shit for a solid time frame. Because in my mind right now, you probably fucked me over as a friend. And it's difficult to do that to people that you consider friends. But okay, you've made your choice. Um, after a solid month of talking mad shit, I'm going to realize that it wasn't always me. It wasn't always them that fucked up. And I, I don't know why that Chris isn't here to explain this because... I'm just going to be done and be over with it. I'm going to hope for the best and hope that you're happy with your whole fucking life now. See, that's a much more mature approach. See, I, like for me, again, it's the same thing. I, yeah, I wish you the best. Um, no grudges held unless you, unless you owe me money. I'm coming to see you. That's different. I need my 50 cent. <laughs> I've whooped ass for change before, and I will do it the fuck again. Um, but outside of that, like, you know, I absolutely wish you the best. I want you to, again, whatever it was that caused you to do what you did, I hope you get it together, and I hope you, um, you know, have a good time. Oh, so I'll put it like this. I lost a friend once because um, this person got really heavy into drug use. Anybody who knows me knows I'm not, like, I'm not against drugs. I'm not like, oh, my God. Well, hmm. like, heroin, crack, meth, that shit you shouldn't do once, I'm against that. Um, but, like, you know, weed or whatever, like, fucking do you. Like, I don't fucking care. I'm not anti-marijuana. I'm actually very pro-marijuana. But, like, I'm not a big drug user. So I ended up losing this friend because drugs became the biggest part of their life. It, the most important thing they had going more than their friendships, more than their children, more than, you know, their relationships, more than their job, like drugs became their all encompassing thing. And I had, I had to let that person go. Um, <clears throat> cause I just can't have that in my life. Uh, I, you know, I got kids, I got responsibilities. I'm, I'm black in Northern Virginia. Like you get pulled over with a bunch of Molly and some weed. They, you know, <laughs> Tommy, go home. I'm going to fuck the jail. Like, it's, you know, so it is what it is. So I try not to put myself in those situations, associate with those people. And that person eventually got clean and was like, hey, I miss you. Can we hang out? And I was like, no. Like, I wish you the best. I hope you stay clean. If you ever feel yourself about to break or something like that or whatever, yo, shoot me a call. I'll talk you through it. I got you. If you need a hug or some shit someday, yo, I'll come cross town and hit you off. But I cannot come kick it with you. Because I severed that bond a while ago. It's time for a segment. Oh, boy. 
So, all right. So, all right. Quick, I'll get my segment together. Mm-hmm. But real quick, moving on from a friend, Ek, as the most level-headed person in the room, it's. I think it's harder to move on from a friend. Um, than than a relationship. Uh, because friendships often outlast relationships. Mm-hmm. And, and like the people that I consider truly friends in my life, when, when they become no longer friends, like I think that, that stings a little bit more because they've often seen me through a breakup or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the same rules apply. You, you just have to find your routine without them as part of it and get comfortable in that. And, you know, you meet new people. You, you find new friends. It's, as, as you get older, it definitely gets harder to meet <laughs> new people and find new friends. But, I mean, you just do. It just happens. It's weird, but it just, you know, you just run into people. And you have, fate has a way of finding everyone. How does that happen? Because for the most part, I feel like I've had the same friends since I was a kid. Like I've definitely picked up more associates. Well, tick tick tick. Yeah, here here's a good example. <clears throat> Hill Hippie, right? He's a host on a couple of shows. On, uh, he's been a co- host on a couple of shows on the network. Um, our families have known each other for many many years, but he and I only really met a year and a half ago. We've become pretty good friends. Um, and prior to. Uh, um, but also, by the way, we are roommates. Um, and he is, uh, I forgot where I was going with this. What, what? Oh, moving on, moving on from a friendship. Drugs are bad, kids. So were, were he to, as he's my roommate right now, were he to move, move on, move on, move out, we're probably not going to hang out or see each other or interact as often outside of the station stuff that we still will do together. That friendship will change and evolve. And it'll take some getting used to him not being my roommate and that, that presence not being there. But it's just, just like with any relationship, that absence, it just it evolves, it changes. You know, some, something will fill that time, that, whole, that, whole, that absence, something, you know. Fate has a way. Okay. All right. So we're going to go ahead and hit my segment since, you know, Max not here fucking hit us with a moment of class. We're going to hit y'all with that, that shit I don't like. Because, God, I, I don't like a lot of things. <laughs> so, so, what? You got? You over there? Press. I'm pressing. Damn it. Up. He's I'm pressing button. every button to unmute my freaking microphone. Um, am I supposed to have a sound clip for that? Because we nah. had a conversation right before we went on air about when we were going to record sound clips. <laughs> That's after the show. Right. Right. So nothing so, right now. Yeah, you looked right. at me as like, like go like, ahead. Because you Tur- were touching like stuff. it's your turn. <laughs> Push the button. I was muting my microphone. Like, you, okay. All right, look. So anyways, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that's that shit I don't like. Control your fucking social media. More accurately, control your fucking feelings on social media. Um, and when I say that, I'm going to I'm going to focus that even a little bit further here. Um, you ever seen somebody pop up 
every time you turn around, they got something negative to say about their partner or their baby mama or their baby daddy or like, and the shit doesn't make sense to me. What do you get out of dogging like your baby mama on the internet or dogging your baby daddy on, on, on fucking social media? The shit doesn't I, make any The s- only thing you get is the people that are on your social media to say, but you still pick them. Right. Wait, so, so what do you hear? It's like, my baby story. daddy is such a loser, but you let him nothing you. Sean, you probably appreciate this. You might have been the one to say this to. I don't remember who it was. Somebody said this to me a long time ago, and it missed. It, it got in my head, and it, and it, and it, it really, it really made me think about my public reaction to negative situations. So, a smart person will identify someone that is speaking out negatively all the time as the villain. Like so, if I see one of my friends on Facebook and they're dogging their their baby daddy and how, how terrible he is all the time, and that's all they do on Facebook, I start to think, what did she do? What what what's if that's the only thing that if that's your entire existence is this guy is horrible, something just doesn't. Who are you sit trying right. to convince? All right, who are you trying to convince mm-hmm. that you're shouting this from the rooftops? That you need everyone to know how terrible this guy did you? Like, why don't you work on you? Well, Come it's the t- saying like we, we we've all seen it. You see it uh, at least at, at least once a day on Facebook. Somebody posts it. When people can no longer control you, they will try to control how people see you. And I can't think of any. So, like for me, um, the mother of one of my children, I don't have anything positive to say about her. So I just don't mention her. I don't talk about right, her. Right. I don't like ever. Like I've I've, I've had people and, try to bait me. And I totally who understand. Don't like her. And I totally understand. T- don't get me wrong. I totally understand telling your side of the story. Like, but when it's a, I'm talking about the people that like. Wow, I, I've been friends with you for eight years on Facebook, and like seven of those years on Facebook. It's been you talking nonstop about how terrible this dude is, and it's like, I, I we like, I get it. He, you're not happy with him, but I start to wonder, like, but you know, but see, uh, it's it's uh, it's it's for me, it's it's more than that. People want the drama. Yeah. People want the drama, or the attention, I, or the sympathy, or the. Right. I had a girl come to me who didn't like. This particular mother of of, of one of, of my children, um, and oh well, let me tell you this, and let me tell us, I don't fucking care. I hope none of my friends listen to your show. Like that was a pretty targeted seven year statement. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I don't care. Well, you need to know what she did when y'all was tight. You didn't want to like. You didn't come to me with any of this. You're looking for drama now. Right. Y'all had a falling out or whatever. And now you want to, you know, you want somebody to be as miserable as you. And it's like, nah, I can't. No. Like, if, and and it's, it's age old saying, ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Mm -hmm. Well, I I don't have anything. And I'm not, I refuse to be that dude that sits around bashing, like, that's just baby mama's like exes in general. Well, the object of hate is not, the object of love is not hate. It's indifference. Like you can't like I, hating someone isn't isn't the opposite of loving them. Like nothing them. Like don't don't hate them. Nothing them. Right. 
Like what you do in your life about has you. no yeah, effect. I don't creep on, on you on social media. If so you whatever got, it is if, you've got to say on there, if, it if just you, doesn't matter. If you got hit by a bus tomorrow, like no effect on this guy. Like like you just don't exist to me. Oh, I got I got told I was cold hearted because somebody was like, "Well, what if that person, you know, that that ex of yours died?" And I was like, I, well, I, "Whereas I say I don't have anything bad to say about them. Like I'm I also not going to sit funeral. around and pretend like." we would show up to each Sorry. other's funerals. Like, that's not, like, I'm not going to pull crocodile tears at your grave because you know and I know that's bullshit. Like, that's, it is what it is. Like, it's okay to not care. It's okay to not care. And I definitely think it's it's a better, uh, not caring is a better state than not, anything Not else. caring about a specific person. Doesn't sure. make you a bad person. Not caring yeah. in general is what makes you a bad person. Not caring about someone specific is just fine. <laughs> <laughs> like it's 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 entirely different than sitting around still pining for that person, being in love, and all, get, never getting that closure that we were talking about at the beginning of the show, or sit, wasting your life hating someone. I feel like I'm I in... can't. Um, I hate it. My. Uh, my grand, one of my grandfathers, every, there's not a day of my life until he passed away that I did not fantasize about killing this old man. Um, and that type of hate, it consumed me. I need you to think about that. Not a day of my life went by that I did not, no matter what I was thinking about, that this dude did not live in my head. Not a day of my life. So why waste with anything? Exes, fucking ex-friends, anything. Like, why waste your time? You know how much energy it takes to hate? It's exhausting. It's exhausting. Better to not care. Better to be indifferent. Move on with your life. Be happy with you. Find a local charity to support. Find a local charity to support. Put on a padded suit and volunteer at the local dojo. Let some little kids kick the crap out of you. Nah, I'm going to fuck them niggas up. I feel like after <laughs> this, I feel like I've been doing the whole letting go of people a lot better than I thought I did. Do you have a segment? It's time for the next segment. Do you have a segment tonight? Because... Oh, we give her segments now? I get segments now? Hold up. <laughs> well, Chris I'm just supposed to be Chris over here. Chris isn't here, and I didn't find out till today, so I, I would assume mm. some, somebody would have scrambled. Mm. Well, so here's the thing. Here's what happened was. Wait, what happened was. Wait, so here's the thing. Here's the thing is, no one told me that I had to have an extra segment. Oh snap! You should, you didn't just you didn't just think, hey, there's a piece of my show missing. Maybe I should plan a missing piece. I just assumed that I could put eyeliner on, and that you would just see the expressiveness so is, of my eyes. So this is face. this is me giving Sean shit because I was already ready for this contingency. Ah, <gasps> oh, dickhead. Uh, dickhead. So, because uh because Chris Mack is um is not with us and the and it would have been two things, right? It would have been either A moment of class. A moment of class or A moment of class. Chris Mack's got a moment of class. He also does sex in the news, right? Oh yeah, sex in the well, news. I suppose. All right, I guess. Nah, 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 sex in the news. <laughs> da, 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 da. So uh <laughs> so, 
Hold on. Uh, give me pander for a second so I can. Also, you're the producer of this show. You're supposed to be better prepared than me. I'm, I'm over here. I'm, <laughs> I'm the goddamn. I'm over here talking. Talent. I'm talking crap, and I talking didn't. Shit, and you've got to load the goddamn screen. I, I didn't have the article up. <gasps> Look at you. Hold on. Hold on. I'm disappointed. Like as 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 the face, the talent. I don't. That needs... I don't know how else to tell you, but I think I might be the okay, only so, face. So. so this is uh, silence in turn. Oh damn! I hate so this is an, this is a, uh, an article from yesterday. Man walks 351 miles. Walks. I saw that. 351 miles to have sex with a minor. A teen girl. Instead, he met an undercover cop. Dude's name is Tommy Lee Jenkins. But if you look at his picture, <laughs> he looked like a pedophile. He does kind of look like a pedophile. Kind of my ass. Uh, here's the deal, though. Like, Can you put his face to float underneath? There we go. My favorite show on the planet is to catch a predator. Hold and he looks like see. 40% yeah. of the predators caught. Let me see if I can uh, pull this. Give us a banner. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can. Hold on. Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to experiment with the video for a second. We're going to see what happens here. It's going to be fun. Oh, shit. What's happening? Okay. Um, we need a window here. He's experimenting right now. I, I don't know if he's ever tried this. I have not tried this, but we're going we're gonna to make it work. We took like an extra 15 minutes just to get... Did I get it working? Us. Those are, those on are the thing. today. I mean, there's shit. Do we see it? The, I mean, no, nothing's happening. It's just a black screen. It's just a black screen. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I tried. Uh, <laughs> and failed. All right, hit us with the story. But we did it together. <laughs> Damn, I'm so disappointed that that didn't work. Who is it's we? Okay. We are not French. How do I? Now I can't get the. Now I can't get the box to go away. That's what she said. Wait, is it? My own fucking head. That's so fucking creepy. That's so funny. <laughs> I right, anyway, think it's hysterical. <clears throat> All right, so I'm sorry. This dude, he's a, he's an Indiana man. He walked 351 miles for 351 miles from Indiana to Wisconsin. Bitch, where? He walked. This is the Uber. north. This is this is the north. Expensive. This is the deep north. The deep north. It's cold up there right now, isn't it? I'm super disappointed Nibbling. because he's from Indiana. I expect 351 miles, miles to Wisconsin like to have sex with a 14-year-old girl. You nasty. Wait, wait, wait. The Winnebago County Sheriff's Office and the FBI arrested Tommy Lee Jenkins. How long do they have to wait for him to get there, though? Tommy Lee Jenkins. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know the best part of this for me? I drove for four hours, and it was like 200 miles. I drove... And it was like 200 so miles first, for first, four hours. First, he tried to get sexy pictures and failed. <sighs> uh, and then he tried to get her to visit him in Indiana. And that wasn't going down. So he started walking. And he, can't walk hours and days at a time. He, he did occasionally bike or catch a bus when he could <sighs> along the way. Do you borrow a bike to travel like I, that or I have, does it break down? Or you steal one? You steal one to ride through the neighborhood? Oh my gosh. He, the best uh, part of this for me is the disappointment. He told he texted Kylie that he wanted to have 500 kids before we're with God. Wait, what? Yeah. 
he he texted her that he wanted to have 500 kids before we were with God. So in so other words, I want to have 500 kids before I die. Was that like 500 the- kids before we g- we are with God? Okay. So, so before we off ourselves, I guess. Oh, so a su- suicide pact. After we uh, fuck or the, maybe the, or maybe like that's it, like having five hundred kids like is gonna take us the rest of our lives. I don't know. I don't. And know. I'm hoping you're if gonna you have think quint- about. I'm how hoping you're gonna have quintuplets have a couple times. I don't. So yeah, these this math does not add up. So wait, wait. Want to hear what's messed up about this? Uh, uh, what else could be messed up? His minimum sentence. Oh no. Hold on. Wait. Give me a minute. I'm not ready. Now keep in mind he has not yet gone. Through court yet. But he's what? From Indiana. So let's fucking hear it. Uh, minimum sentence of 10 years. Up to a lifetime. Uh, it's not yet clear. Let's if lean more towards a lifetime. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. A li- I'm going to follow back up on this story. And we'll, we'll follow Can up. Can you more. imagine the disappointment? That's the part that keeps <clears throat> making me smile. I made, I, made a note, I made a note of this dude's name. Uh, because it's so, it's so country. And like. I couldn't imagine driving that far to have sex with a grown woman. Tommy Lee Jenkins. And then getting there and not being able to have sex. I can't imagine that kind of disappointment. Could you imagine the uh, level of disappointment of walking know, 300 plus miles? As a final note. To go to jail? I can't. I really can't. But as a final note, um, he was previously accused of sexually assaulting young children. Uh, and was sentenced to four years or probation for four counts of child abuse in 2012. So this so is a second offense. Point, so there's a good book? chance that it's going to be like, look, dude, you had you had your second chance. Uh, you done skis. And, and you I, walked 351 miles to fuck it up. I'm Congratulations. Still, I hope you never missed leg day. I'm still a big believer that every pedophile on the planet should have to spend 10 minutes locked in a small room with me. I don't. Mm. I promise no repeat offenders. It's disturbed. It's disturbed and it's disturbing and yikes, yikes, yikes. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time. Thank you, EK, for filling in for Chris Mack. Thank you for that sex in the news story. I feel like it's been a while since we hit one. Baby. And I'm really upset with that one. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Thank you, people on Facebook, for listening to the Facebook um, stream. I am Sean motherfucking Bennett. This is... It's Riss. What up, bitch? And you have been listening to The Plank. Ladies and gentlemen, we out this bitch. Peace.